The names have been changed to protect the insane in this story. And despite what you hear over the next 10 minutes, the bond's actually pretty good. How bad can it be, said my brother, as we loaded the gear into the van. One of the first times I encountered that phrase was in the late 80s. The Duchess and I had decided that our relationship was now at the stage where we could go into the town for the night and then stay in a hotel like grown-ups. I'd never stayed in a hotel. All I had for comparison were big Hollywood movies, swish receptions, a concierge in a top hat and tails, taking your bags, and maybe singing and dancing with the rest of the staff. <laughs> How bad could the real thing be? This pre-ceasefire university area budget hotel had obviously missed all those screenings at the Curzon. <laughs> this establishment hoped that one day it could climb the ladder all the way up to Sleazy. <laughs> in the meantime, though, the Duchess and I found ourselves in the pokey hallway of a place that my dad would have called a Doss house. The creepy concierge slash pervert wasn't wearing a top hat. Even if he owned one, it probably wouldn't have matched his dirty cardigan with a fag burns in it. He didn't sing or dance. He was humming, though. I had come straight from work, so was wearing a suit and tie and carrying a briefcase. The Duchess had come straight from home, so was wearing her standard heavy metal outfit of a hippie skirt, boots and a denim jacket. The perv seers looked her up and down, turned to me and with a wink asked how many hours I wanted the room for. He seemed impressed when I said I wanted the room for the whole night. Blissfully unaware of his insinuation, I was informed exactly what he meant by my fuming other half when we went upstairs to our room. And what a room it was. A shared toilet on the landing. A damaged and buzzing neon sign that blinked vacancies right outside the window. Two mismatched types of carpet on the floor held together with brown packing tape. The nylon sheets on the bed were covered in an old, quilted, purple nylon bedspread. Only people of a certain vintage will know how horrific these things looked and felt. It was too late now to go home, so we lay fully dressed on top of the bed, trying not to touch it, as we talked and laughed until daybreak. We walked back into town laughing as we wondered what the complimentary breakfast would have in store for people if we had stayed long enough to eat it. How bad could it be? As my constant bond co-founder, I was surprised that my brother, he knew exactly how bad it could be. How bad it could be, we thought as we arrived at a wedding to discover that one of the guests had died suddenly during the day and nearly everyone had went home traumatised. I'll tell you how bad. We offered the bride and groom a full refund and the opportunity to call it a day before we began setting up. The bride looked me straight in the face. She said, we'll go ahead as planned. That selfish bastard is going to ruin my big day. 
We played for three straight hours to a mindlessly drunk bridal party of 12 in a room set up to cater for 150. That night, my brother invented the musical genre of no-nonsense, non-stop, heads-down rock and roll. How bad could it be when you see a sweaty, red-faced toddler in a nine-pound waterlogged nappy stagger up to the edge of a fancy black-and-white checkered dance floor? I'll tell you how bad. We watched as he unleashed an eight-pint torrent of book which seemed to consist mostly of Coca-Cola and Haribos. The crowd scattered as if there was gunfire. In slow motion, I can still see the red soles of a woman's Louis Vuittons as she slipped and flew through the air, surrounded by little jelly rings, hearts, fried eggs, and tiny gummy bears. How bad could it be as you set up for music during dinner and the father of the groom's speech centers uncomfortably on an terrible detail about how great his new daughter-in-law's breasts are? I'll tell you how bad. His son applauds. The scenes for this latest place were, were bad already. They had booked the band blind and hadn't asked for references. It was in the absolute middle of nowhere. They didn't haggle or flinch when the fee was inflated to cover the distance travelled. The owner had phoned three times that day to make sure we were definitely coming. The third time he made me promise. <laughs> As we reached the door, a guy was standing and grinning from ear to ear. You must be Paul and Mick from Three's a Crowd. That's us, I said, and shook his outstretched hand. I'm Dave, the owner, he continued. You probably don't recognise me without my hair. <laughs> we probably don't recognise you because we've never met you before. <laughs> Said my brother in his deadpan way. There was a heartbeat of silence, and then Dave started to laugh loudly. Right enough, he says. He unlocked the door at the end of a short car door and swung it open. He gestured like a model on a game show, showing highlighting a speedboat. Welcome to the big room, he says. And then he just walked away. We carried the gear in onto the stage, which was a raised piece of flooring, barely three inches above the rest of the room. What's the actual point of this, I thought? Time would actually tell. <laughs> Suddenly there was a loud bang, like somebody was hitting a poker machine with their fist, and a male voice with a lisp shouted, Bastard! <laughs> I looked at the corner of the room. And right enough, there was a man there, swearing at a poker machine and punching it. <laughs> was this room not locked when we got here? Mick says to me. The doors were open and the crowd flooded in. When all twelve of them were seated, we began. We finished the first tune to echoey silence. Bang! Bastard. <laughs> right, Mick said. No nonsense, non-stop, heads down, rock and roll. And he started into the second song. One of the booths stirred into life. Three women who had been down in large measures of straight spirits approached the dance floor. The third one was dragging a chair. They put the chair in the middle of the floor and started dancing around it. 
Mick, give me the side eye. We kept playing. They kept dancing. At one point, the girl with the chair put her hands in her back pockets and then continued, continued dancing like that. Then she started to slow down. Then she began to pass out. The other two linked her through her handle-like arm setup and eased her onto the chair, where she had some kind of seizure for the next minute or so. Once the shaking had stopped, she slowly came back round, and before the end of the song, she had staggered back to her feet and started dancing again. When the song ended, they dragged their chair back to the booth again and started slamming back glasses of spirits again. Bang! Bastard! <laughs> this pattern continued for the next hour. We took a short break. Dave was waiting at the bar. She's a busy one tonight, boys, isn't she? And that's before the late crowd gets here. Bang! Bastard! <laughs> Keep her down, John, will you, for Jesus' sake? Dave yelled. Sorry, Dave, John said. The second half continued much in the same vein. Drink, dance, seizure, dance, bang, bothered. The late crowd arrived. All six of them got a booze together. It was now after midnight and the end was in sight. The unmistakable stench of human waste began to fill the air. I looked to the left, the stage towards the toilets. A stream of affluent was flowing under the door and out into the room. It hit the edge of the raised stage and followed it round before running down the middle of the room. That explained the three-inch stage. <laughs> chair girl was shaking in her chair. The other two danced around her. A couple of the late crowd had joined them. The stream snaked closer. Watch yourself on that floor, love, I said over the mic. She gave me the thumbs up and kept dancing. Soon they were all dancing in a murky puddle. Nobody seemed to notice her car. I could see Mick gagging. And trying not to look up or breathe in. Sure, how bad could it be? I'm a I mimicked sarcastically. <laughs> well, that's our last song of the night, folks, I said, with my eyes watering. <laughs> We've been threes a crowd, safe home and good night. There was a small ripple of applause and some slight splashing <laughs> as five people on a chair left the floor. <laughs> Bang, bastard. Bastard. <laughs>